Wood away, wood away, wood away. Every burden on my heart, wood away, wood away, wood away, wood away. Every burden on my heart, wood away. Every sin had to go, but need to clean. Sinful, how it will wood away. Wood away, wood away. Every burden on my heart, wood away. Thank you, Adeline. Hope you enjoyed that special there today to get us started on our radio broadcast ministry. Today we're going to be talking about drawing nigh to Christ, getting closer to the Lord. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you for this day. Thank you for all the blessings that you've given us. Lord, help us now as we study your word to look at it with an honest heart and to uh, let it affect us in a way uh, that would be beneficial, Lord, to you and to your will. Lord, we love you in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We're going to be in John chapter number 6 today. Looking at the Gospel of John, chapter number 6, starting at verse 1, the Bible says, After these things, Jesus went over the Sea of Galilee, which is the Sea of Tiberias, and a great multitude followed him, because they saw his miracles, which he did on them that were diseased. And Jesus went up into a mountain, and there he sat with his disciples. And the Passover feast of the Jews was nigh, and when Jesus lifted up his eyes and saw a great company come unto him, he saith unto Philip, Whence shall we buy bread that these may eat? Now, I want to back up a moment and just let you notice in verses 1 through 3, you see that there's a very simple truth. Christ spent more time with those who had a daily walk with him than with those who did not. There were many people following him to where he was going, but he went up in that mountain alone with just those who were his daily disciples, those who followed him all the time. And he just had that little bit of extra access to the Lord. Now, We know that everyone has access to God through salvation. That's a free gift of God. But not everyone uh, gets that extra time with him that the twelve got. Uh, There's some things that we should do daily if we want to get closer to the Lord, if we want to have that closeness with Christ um, that we can have. Psalm 5 verse 3 says, My voice shalt thou hear in the morning, O Lord. In the morning will I direct my prayer unto thee and will look up. Uh, Prayer is something uh, very simple, a very wonderful blessing from God that we all ought to take advantage of every single morning, every single day of our lives, often throughout the day, uh, and that'll help us to get closer to the Lord. Also, Psalm 119.97, the Bible says, Oh, how I love thy law, it is my meditation all the day. The study of the Word of God is is another way in which we can get closer to the Lord. 1 Peter 3.15 says, But sanctify the Lord God in your hearts, and be ready always to give an answer to every man that asketh you a reason of the hope that is uh, in you with meekness and fear. I would say that witnessing to others about the Lord or obeying the Lord are ways in which we can grow closer to the Lord every single day of our lives. Now, We see multiple times in the Gospels that those closest to Christ were often given a little bit of extra insight or maybe an extra explanation of teachings that the masses just did not get. Um, My father and I are are very close. As I grew up, anything my dad wanted to do, I wanted to be with uh, with him doing it too. Hunting, fishing, going up north, cutting down trees, fixing things. 
anything he did, I wanted to be there for. And as I got older, he taught me many things. He taught me his business. He taught me how to change a tire, how to troubleshoot a problem, how to run electrical and frame a wall and how to change my oil and run a chainsaw and shoot a gun and gut a deer and all things that I wouldn't know today if I had not had a close relationship with my father. Uh, now, I want to read verse starting in verse 4 again. I want to read a few verses for you out of John chapter 6, verse 4. The Bible says, In the Passover, a feast of the Jews was nigh. When Jesus then lifted up his eyes and saw a great company come unto him, he saith unto Philip, Whence shall we buy bread that these may eat? And this he said to prove him, for he himself knew what he would do. Philip answered him, Two hundred penny worth of bread is not sufficient for them, that every one of them may take a little. One of his disciples, Andrew, Simon's Peter's brother, saith unto him, There is a lad here which hath five barley loaves and two small fishes, but what are they among so many? When we walk closer with Christ, he gives us opportunities to have faith. Philip was talking to the one who fed Israel in the wilderness, the one who made food fall from the heavens. He was talking to the Lord God, Jesus Christ, the Son of God manifest in the flesh. And and so it's one of those situations where God, the Lord Jesus Christ, gave Philip an opportunity to have faith in him. And yet Philip forgot kind of who he was talking to, what was going on here, and, and he didn't show that faith. He said, oh, even 200 penny worth is not enough. We just We just can't do this. Often we look at things as trials in our lives, but perhaps they're not merely trials, but opportunities to walk by faith. 2 Corinthians 5, 7, the Bible says, For we walk by faith, not by sight. And in Hebrews eleven six, the Bible tells us a very important passage here, But without faith it is impossible to please him, for he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Now I mentioned some of the things that my father had taught me, because of my close relationship with him, I failed to mention that it, I wasn't always the best student. There were times when I disagreed with him or thought I was ready for something that I wasn't ready for. In fact, uh, I have I have some overlapping scars on my left uh, pointer finger from when he told me right where I would cut myself if I used that bow saw. He knew I wasn't ready. I thought I was. And I have two scars to prove that he was right and I was wrong. And I, ought, I should have had faith in his knowledge of my abilities. Lack of faith that I knew that uh, what he was talking about hurt me. My father once asked if I trusted him and then proceeded to throw me off the dock into our pond uh, to teach me how to swim. And now, it worked. You can walk close to someone. If you walk close to somebody, there will be moments where you must decide whether or not to trust them. It's the same with your spiritual walk. You're walking close with the Lord. He's going to give you opportunities to show faith. He's going to give you opportunities to, to trust in him and to believe in him. And if we'll remember to do that, if we'll remember who it is we're walking with and have that faith and have that trust in him, he'll do great and wonderful things. Now, we come to verse number 10 in John chapter 6. The Bible says, and Jesus said, Make the men sit down. Now there was much grass in the place, so the men sat down in the number about 5,000. And Jesus took the loaves, and when he had given thanks, he distributed to the disciples, and the dispute, uh, disciples to them that were set down, and likewise of the fishes as much as they would. When they were filled, he said unto his disciples, Gather up the fragments that remain, that nothing be lost. Therefore they gathered them together and filled twelve baskets with the loaves which remained over and above unto them that had eaten. Now this is a great and amazing miracle of God that we find here in John chapter 6. 
But I want you to notice a couple of things. Uh, When we walk closer to Christ, he gives us opportunities not just to have faith in him, but also to participate. He gives us opportunities to participate. I can't think of anything uh, that my father never let me try as long as he showed me how to do it first. There's nothing better than hands-on learning, in my opinion. Show me how to do it, and then let me try it. Get, let me get my hands on it while you watch. And the Lord gave them this opportunity. He, he first gave me the opportunity to have faith. Uh, they didn't really excel at that. And then he gave them the opportunity either, anyways to participate in what he was doing. Now, he made, he made the men sit. All the people could see him. All could be fed with the bread. Uh, not everyone was given the opportunity to serve alongside the Lord. You think about being able to say, I handed out the bread that Jesus blessed and break and multiplied. I helped feed thousands. We, we think that would be cool, yet we have a more amazing ministry than, than they did. I mean, they got to break the bread and feed the thousands, and, and that's a really cool thing. That's a really neat thing to be able to say. But our ministry, the bread that we have, to distribute among the people is the bread of life. It's Jesus Christ. John 6.33, John 6.35, John 6.48 all speak of Christ being that bread of life. And then in 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse number 20, we find, Now then we are ambassadors for Christ, as though God did beseech you by us. We pray you in Christ's stead, be ye reconciled to God. God could have used any means to get the gospel to the world, and yet he allows us to participate in his greatest work, that work of salvation. Not that we can do the saving, but we can surely show people and lead them to that decision. They were given opportunity to help sustain the physical needs of thousands, and we have been entrusted to help provide the bread of life to all. We have the opportunity to take part in that ministry of reconciliation, bringing lost people back to God. Today, you could help to alter someone's eternity That's a powerful and important thing that Christ has left for us to do. I believe he's shown some faith in us to be able to leave that ministry to mankind, though we so often lack faith in him and though we so often uh, don't quite get things right and, and maybe we mess up the jobs that he gives us to do sometimes, he still had enough faith in us. He said, you know what, I want you to be the method by which I deliver the gospel, the life-saving message of Jesus Christ around the world. His disciples that walked close to him, closer than the masses, they got to be close to him enough and, and have some separate learning from him that wasn't for everyone. They got to have some experiences that weren't for everyone. You think about uh, Peter, James, and John. Several times in the Word of God, Peter, James, and John, even among the twelve, were separated out, and only those three were were included in certain situations, like the transfiguration uh, of Christ and, and different things where only those people, only those three were included in some things, even among the twelve. So, you can be as close to the Lord as you desire to be. If you draw an eye to God, he'll draw an eye to you. The, the problem is we don't seem to want to be that close anymore. We just want to be with the masses, hearing the messages that he wants to give the masses, and we don't want a personal message from God. We don't want a personal responsibility given to us by God. We don't want to be personally held accountable for our faith. We just want to sit there and eat the bread. We just want to sit there and hear the teaching. We, we don't want to get so close to the Lord that he relies on us for something. I mean, it's a privilege and an honor 
to be able to participate in the ministry of the Lord. But people don't always see that that way. We see, oh, well, I'm bought with the price. I'm supposed to be good. I'm supposed to serve God. But I'll just come to church and I'll just listen. Or I'll just stay home and listen online or listen on the radio and listen to messages. And, you know, that's good. That's better than not doing anything. That's better than rejecting God. But God desires people to get close with him. God desires a close relationship with his children so that he can mold and make us into what he wants us to be with that unique individual learning from the Holy Spirit, from the Lord, from studying our Word of God and praying as we ought to. Now, there, of course, are so many benefits to getting close to Christ, more time spent with Him, more understanding from Him, opportunities to show faith, opportunities to serve, amazing instances of His power in our lives. Uh, You think about the rest of John chapter 6, you have the the experience of Christ walking on the water and and the only ones that got to see that the masses didn't get to see that the disciples got to see that but only after the lord put them in a dangerous situation crossing a sea without him in the midst of a storm they got into a very difficult place and just dangerous situation but it's right where god wanted them to be and because they were there and because they were the ones who had dedicated their lives to being close to Jesus Christ they got to see him walk on the water. They got to experience that firsthand, and so many others of those thousands of people did not. When is the last time you shed a tear over your relationship with the Savior? When's the last time you went a little further than normal in order to try and get closer to God? Instead of watching Netflix, you listened to a sermon. Instead of uh, instead of going out and doing the yard work, you, you sat down and read your Bible. And instead of getting on the phone and calling up and getting the latest gossip or checking the news for the 10th time today, you decided, I'm going to do some praying. I'm going to make a prayer list and pray for my friends, my neighbors, my relatives, my church, my pastor, uh, missionaries we support. I'm going to pray for myself, for the Lord to do a great work in my life. That is what we need to do to get closer to the Lord, and it is worth it. The closer we walk to him, the more like him we become. 1 John 2, 6 says, He that uh, saith he abideth in him ought himself also so to walk, even as he walked. I believe there's a lot of Christians out there today that are blood-bought, born-again believers on their way to heaven who are missing out on, on so much of the Christian life because they don't do what's necessary to have a close walk with the Lord. He wants to have a close walk with you. He wants you to draw nigh to him. He'll draw nigh to you if you do so. So maybe pick up that Bible, dust it off a little bit, and dive in. 